Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I'm Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Neil Twa with Voltage Digital Marketing. Neil is CEO and co-founder, and Voltage Digital Marketing is helping Amazon sellers launch, grow, and optimize their businesses for growth. They do this through direct mentorship and coaching, and they're helping businesses build and grow their private label Amazon FBA businesses, as well as... Um, other opportunities. So, Neil, thank you so much for coming on. I'm very excited to learn about your experience within your company and welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So, um, to start, can you share with us a little about yourself and how uh, Voltage Direct Marketing got started? Sure. I'll share the interesting stuff and keep the stuff out that maybe my mom finds interesting. I got started in computers a long time ago. I'm not that old, but the internet has really evolved quite significantly. Uh, I had a fallback position. I was actually going to go be a fighter pilot. That was my goal. Is how I grew up as a kid. Some people want to be astronauts or whatever. I really wanted to be a fighter pilot. So I went to go into the military and they didn't take me. So it was like, you can't be a fighter pilot. You're too big. You don't fit in the cockpit. This isn't going to work. And I'm like, well, then I guess I'll go to college. So college was my fallback position. Didn't really want to be there. Failed out twice. My third year, I was like, okay, what am I wanting to be in life? And the internet came online. I actually went to school on a full ride music scholarship. Uh, and classical and trumpet. And so I didn't really pay for it. So I didn't really feel obligated to be there. So at the end of it, uh, I just said, you know what, I want to go do this internet thing, but nobody can tell me what to do. Um, they were still talking about, you know, networking and computing and, you know, Windows is just in, involved at its first levels. And it's like, okay, I want to actually know how to turn this into a business. So I jumped in the corporate world for a while. That was kind of my bridge to getting into my entrepreneurial career. Uh, ended up riding into PCS during the launch of the mobile phone, first mobile phone in uh, Sprint. And then from there, I had a great career ride into IBM. And then eventually we parted ways in 2007. It just made sense to do it at that point. Um, they were moving my division to Argentina. I said, Greg, this is my chance to, to go do my thing. So I did. Uh, and, you know, everybody says they want to go and jump at the right time. They want to do business at the right time. And, you know, there's never, uh, you know, get your ducks in a row, get your money in, get your family, get all this stuff. And honestly, there's never a perfect time. I know that's cliche. But in the first year, I jumped. I got married in March. We left. Uh, I left the company in June. Found out we were pregnant with our first child in September. My wife was on full bed rest and couldn't work anymore by December. So we went to full income to no income <laughs> with mm -hmm. health, uh, you know, health troubles and anything that could go wrong in the first year. But, you know, 15 years later, uh, I'm still in business for myself. I started multiple companies uh, during that time frame. Found I had a really good knack at internet marketing. I had a really great um, uh, ability, just kind of innate to, to figure out the numbers on the media marketing side. So I got really good at paid traffic and media from like 2007 to 2010. And that led me into a bunch of opportunities, one of which was building traffic for e-com companies. And I didn't own a brand or product at that point, but as I got into 2011 and 12, uh, I had a financial setback that kind of had to force me to reinvent myself. And I said, well, let me go back to what I core of what I know, and that's driving traffic and people and building offers. And someone said, hey, while you're doing that, why don't you go check out Amazon? And I said, well, okay, I'll go check it out. So I did, and I realized it wasn't like eBay, which is cool. And they had this company they just purchased called FBA not too long ago. So they were building this big infrastructure for you know last mile delivery to the customer, things we take for granted today. They were just getting that really geared up. Yeah. And I said, okay, there's a huge opportunity to leverage what I know in business and traffic and offers. And let me go into Amazon and figure this out. And so for 10 years, I've stayed focused on that. Once I discovered how to kind of unlock the traffic and systems that Amazon offers and rank keywords and build great products and just stay focused in the delivery of a great product to the customer uh, and building a great brand. We've done that multiple, multiple times in 10 years between ourselves and our clients. We've done over hundred million in sales on that channel. Uh, so we're very good at what we do in the growth and scale side. And now we help other companies get on Amazon or we help them start new brands on Amazon and take them out to the mass market. 
Fantastic. Wow. Um, what a great, uh, you know, getting the history of where you are today. Um, can you share with me, because I've, I've researched a little bit about what it's like to get on Amazon FBA. Sure. Um, is it something that you're finding is becoming more difficult for people to both get on and succeed and get a private label going? And, um, you know, are people that are kind of new to this, you know, um, uh, um, how do I put it? People that are kind of new to this really seeing that they'll need the kind of support that Voltage is offering? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you can do it alone. You can go at it yeah. yourself. And here's kind of what you need to know if you're going to attempt to do that first. You know, the first question I always got is one of the first things one of my first coaching clients asked me like eight years ago uh, was, what the heck do I sell? Right. He said it a little bit more forcibly. But the end result was I get all that. I understand. But what do I actually sell? So we spent most of our time developing processes and methodologies for ourselves. Uh, one we coined the green light process to determine green light profitable products based on our environment, based on conditional environments and based on being able to determine a customer avatar that we can name, talk about and really kind of put ourselves into that thought process of what they're looking to do in life, hobbies and activities and purchasing decisions and their buying intent and really start speaking to that person through that brand. So they become emotionally attached to us, right? And Amazon is not a place to have a conversation with somebody about buying something. Amazon's actually the place where you just reinforce their buying decision and get them to add to cart in 30 seconds or less. So most people kind of get that wrong when they first start. So when you're thinking about products you're buying, you want to think about someone's conversational topic. You can even look into the you know, audience and conversational topic of what they've had and what they're doing and who they are and maybe the things they're talking about right now and cooking and life and outdoors, et cetera, and do what we call our urban mining hack, which is just get into the concept of talking about, say, Aunt Susan or Uncle John who does these things, right? You know, he's outdoorsy, he's woodsy, he likes the, you know, uh, Bass Pro Shop, he likes to buy the kinds of shirts or Aunt Susie loves to cook and she loves this kind of potware or she loves her Instapot or whatever it is about her, you start to build this personality and, and profile really. And from there, it's identifying what kind of products are in demand. And most importantly, we have to go buy the numbers, right? It's a profitable uh, business first. There are four tiers you have to be paying attention to as a new seller. Uh, the first one's profitability. doesn't matter what I feel about the product. It matters what the customer feels about the product. What matters to me as the business seller is that I can sell a unit of it profitably. Every unit that's profitably sold, I can build a portfolio of products that are profitable. And from there, I can expand a business quarterly and yearly into a profitable business model. You can't do that on Amazon with Me Too products or products that are $20 or less. So we typically focus on products that are 50 to 125 in retail. They typically have a solution orientation. We have a brand avatar, as I explained, that we can target towards them who will buy not just that product, but other versions of that product or even additional gear and accessories and things to support that product as part of their life or their hobby or their family that creates that emotional connectivity. So they turn into a buyer who spends up to $1,000 a year with us or more. And so we target those people who are capable of doing that, willing to do that. And we go by the numbers to ensure it's profitable. That's in fees and marketing and all that stuff. We track to make sure that a unit sold is profitable, even after marketing and Amazon fees. A lot of people say, well, Amazon takes too much of the fees, but I've been a media buyer and I can tell you very quickly, you can spend a lot of money on media and traffic uh, to acquire a customer and not necessarily do it profitably. So I look at it as there are you know, 150 million plus buyers on Amazon. If you're new to it or you're not opening that channel in your Shopify, WooCommerce or other store, you're, it's found money. It's found traffic, it's found buyers. You don't have to guess whether or not they're buying. Their whole intent for clicking on the app was to buy something. They're not there just as tire kick. 
So once we understand that, we understand the brand and the concept, then the next thing we want to understand is don't marry those products. Until they actually prove their profitability, they prove in a launch process that people want them, reviews are coming in, and I'm seeing that this product actually is starting to reward the business, well, I actually look at marrying it. Until then, I'm going to just keep testing those products quickly to determine if I got it right. I may stay in one niche, like outdoors, but I keep offering that niche outdoor products. How about this one? Did you like that one? What about this one? And the response is the conversions and sales. As I'm getting more conversions and sales, I see a winner. What people will typically do is hang on to a single product or only launch yeah. one, do it too long, marry that product, and get stuck four or five, six months into this deal, and then give up and quit and say Amazon sucks. When it's yeah. Not, right? I but out totally of the gate, your product has not got enough market share. It's not had enough buyers. It's not even had enough reviews. For people to really say, well, it's a bad product. So what's the actual problem? Well, if you're new, what you need to understand is you have a data problem. Everybody's talking big about AI and chat GTP and all these systems right now, but Amazon is an AI engine. It's been one for 15 years. It was the A9 originally, they haven't had a website called the A9 website where they told you everything that it did. And then it became the A10 engine, but it's an A9, it's an A9, A10, it's an engine, it's an AI, okay? It just wants data. And all it wants to know is that your data is better than the other person's. So until your product is not validated by what's called seller feedback inside of your account, or product feedback, which comes in the form of reviews, the engine only cares about how good your product data is. So until that occurs, most people are focused so much on the product they don't actually get in and test the data first. Hmm. Test the data first, then understand the audience, and then build a product and a brand that people can fall in love with. Now, you don't have to create something completely new. This is an innovation, okay? Not an invention. There are 600 million products on Amazon, the majority of which, 94%, we estimate, are not worth selling. So that leaves you 6%. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, except when you do 6% of 600 million, there's a million of product opportunities. It's not saturated by any measure, okay? So the end result is, Find a brand and something you can love. Look at products that are out there that are already selling and innovate. Take three to five bullet points of differentiation, innovate the existing product, and then launch it. Test launch it. See how it works. We did that. I was up one night feeding my child. Third, I have four daughters, and my third daughter was up uh, you know, at three in the morning. I was feeding her, and up comes this infomercial. And you know, new dad, new mom, we're buying too much crap, right? <laughs> so <laughs> the thing comes on, and it's like, you know, your kid's slouching in its head and you know how they do that whole commercial, you don't want your kid to end up with a slouchy head. And it was like this pillow you put in your seat and it was called a seat pad and you had this big, you know, animal and they had a little crown pouch and it was like really cool. And you put the kids in the car seat and like they hug on it and take it with them I'm like, ah, so cool. So I got up the next morning and I called my partner and said, hey, you got to check this product out. I think there's some ways we can innovate this. And so he comes back with some ideas and say, hey, by the way, my 14 year old son at that time um, is very into anime. He's just loving anime. He said, what if we just you know, create a better scene, a little bigger pocket, and we put some anime character faces on it. And we put a penguin and a dog and a cat, but we give them big eyes and we make them really cool and make their heads a little different. And, and some of the problems with the original product were, you know, it wasn't created extremely well. So we made stronger seams, right? And some of the complaints were that the, you know, little pouch for the crowns and stuff wasn't big enough. So we made ours a little bit bigger so it could fit a larger pack of crowns. We launched that product organically, basically ethically stealing the traffic of that infomercial, which was flowing over to Amazon, and we launched that product and sold 2,000 units in eight days. Wow. So what we did is we just ethically stole traffic in an innovation against that product. We called our uh, belt buddies, okay? And we did it under a brand called Mother Approved. Had a little seal of approval said Mother Approved. Not terribly creative, okay? Listing wasn't extremely good. The pictures we took with an iPhone camera, okay? And it was like a boy and a girl with each different pet. And we stuck them on there and we asked $10 more per unit 
than what the original was selling. And then we sold out 2,000 units. We ordered another 2,000. We sold those out again. We just kept doing that process until we started running traffic. At that point, it was all organic. Yeah. So if you don't marry the product, if you look for innovations, opportunity is there. And you have to understand why were people following that. And you can stop me. I'm on kind of a tangent here. So oh, I right. love it. Okay, just keep going. Then. Yeah. So when you get in there, you have to understand it's all keyword driven. People are searching. They're driven. They're not clicking. They're on their phone, pushing and tapping. But it starts with a search. I'm looking for a wine rack. I'm looking for yeah. a stuffed animal. I'm looking for, you know, a paddle for my sailboat or, or actually don't put paddles on a sailboat. Paddle for my <laughs> kayak. There it goes. Um, but they're looking for something specific. Their intent, the, the the aspect of what Bezos created was sell everything to all people in 30 seconds or less. Okay. Started with books, but quickly moved into physical products. So their whole system, their trillion dollar funnel, their 1200 split tests a year are all geared at getting women. 27 plus to buy something in 30 seconds or less. Hmm. So they don't want you to have to make a terrible decision. So when you get in there, you have to understand that it's a search-based algorithm. People are buying on intent and they're looking for the, you know, blue wine rack, or they're looking for the multi-tiered wine rack, or they're looking for the wine rack for Chardonnay. I mean, they have specific things they're looking for. If your product is specifically aligned to that and your keyword is as close to is what's called Amazon's search terms, then the buyer intent is matching up with the product. And that's where your ranking comes, okay? Ranking means getting higher in the search results, okay? Kind of like Google, only it's product-based, which is kind of cool. So it's the biggest product search engine in the world uh, behind YouTube and uh, Google. So it's a lot of search traffic, right? So if we get our keywords right, we get our product right, and we have buyer intent right, the goal, of course, is getting the conversions. So we have to make great images. We have to make great product, have a great presentation, great brand, right? Yeah. And then we have to make sure we align that with what's called relevancy. Relevancy of the images to the buyer intent search to actually getting the hit add to cart in that 30 seconds. And so it's kind of like a straight funnel of demand from customer. 4,000 units a minute on Amazon, which is incredible. Wow. And then driving that down to the specific product that you're trying to sell, you know, 5, 10, 100 units a day of. It's not terribly complex when you understand the simplicity of being a seller who moves private label products, private label being products you create, customize, innovate, not a white label, which is something just taken off the shelf. And therefore, you get intrinsic brand value, you get the value of IP or intellectual property, and then you build what we call the platinum principle. And that is building a business, okay, that is worth more in the end than at any time during the cash flow phase. So as we build these businesses over 24, 36 months, they can be worth three to five times the profit of the business. If the business is profiting a million dollars, you do the math. We have someone exiting uh, right now in the market. Uh, who is doing around 2.5 million in profit. And he has got a five to $10 million uh, range of offers setting on the table in three years with his product. So it's an amazing channel, but we always say, you know, once you get started, once you get past seven figures, which he's done, you open multiple channels, retail, other marketplaces, yeah. commerce channels, et cetera, diversify your brand, lower your risk by opening additional channels. But I never want my clients to build past uh, that channel until it reaches a million in sales on Amazon. And then they'll open additional things. We can take them to retail. We can take them out to different stores, wholesale deals, and we can expand that brand much faster. And then we have a business that's saleable. And that is the business model. Wow. Fantastic. Um, oh, sorry, my cat. <laughs> I might edit that part out. Um, no, fantastic. Um, uh, so our, our podcasts are about 15 minutes. I'm like, we could, we could chat for like another hour. You Probably. Know, and, <laughs> <laughs> Keep asking um, questions. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I'm wondering, so you, 
you know, you help your clients um, get their, you know, products on Amazon to succeed. I was going to ask, how does um, Voltage Direct Marketing attract new clients to your um, to your consulting services? Mostly having podcasts um, right and mostly referrals. So I speak yep. in transparency about what we do and we'll offer anybody an understanding of the right way to build this business and to really compete with people like myself and others who are really building businesses, not just side hustle or hobby businesses and what it takes to compete with that market against people like us. Okay, You need to know that if you're going to even start or try this, you need to not consider it to be a side hustle. You need to consider it to be a real business and that's mm -hmm. e-commerce. Okay, We just happen to start on Amazon's FBA channel first. Okay, It's our first test market. So the, the implementation of the business and including the costs and stuff, we're usually going to have someone have at least 35,000 in startup capital for year one, because our, what's our methodology, our game plan is our five by five game plan. I mean, you're going to launch five products in the marketplace in 12 months, and you should gain at least an average of five sales a day, minimum, what's called a base case, and have a minimum profit of $12 in net profit per unit. Net profit being what you put in your pocket. That's all I care about. Okay. Revenues yeah. are vanity, profit is sanity, and cash flow is king. So yes. at this point, these businesses are cash flowing. They can be profitable when you do it correctly. And we want to make sure we keep profit at the forefront without price gouging or taking from others. Okay. But the opportunity for, for that means growth. Okay. And from growth, then I can take those five products and move them into a hundred different variations. Okay. And the more product I put on Amazon, the more money I'm going to make. And if my numbers are all dialed in correctly, I'm targeting that thousand dollars in one year that one person will spend with my business. So what Voltage does is we work you through a game plan over 12 months to achieve a minimum of 100K in net profits using that plan. If you do the math, five products averaging only five sales a day at $12 in profit, you come up with $109,500. So that ties to my performance bonus. Okay, I hold back part of my mentoring fees okay, to hit that bonus in 12 months. We don't hit it, we don't get the bonus. Mm. So everything is tied towards a mentoring and methodology, but it's not enough to just say, hey, join up and have fun and let's do this. So everybody goes through an application process. I'm looking for business intent. I'm looking for the ultimate goal. Are they going to become a builder and an operator who can exit that company and build a bunch of more along with us? Okay. Because Voltage is potentially going to buy that company at its exit. That's why I do this. So wow. we have investors and funds that will purchase those companies. Okay. And then Voltage wow. becomes the management record of that company. They're intending to put in 500 million or more to grow that company to the next level, and then we'll exit it again. Okay, so our model is a little bit different in uh, methodology. We're not a course, we're not a program. Yeah. We're a business mentoring and growth and exit strategy company. I think that's really cool because it kind of shows that the client, um, you know, because I mean, you're working in products, developing products and selling them. And so Correct. since this is also work that you do, you know, the client could be like, well, am I, Am I working with someone who could become my um, my competition? But if the whole idea is for you to build their company up, build Great. their net profiting up, and then for um, them to have a clear exit strategy for you to buy, it's like, we it's, don't yeah, you're not competing. No, they actually um, reserve an area and a niche for that product and all of our builders do so they won't compete with each other because each mm -hmm. company that's being built up in this methodology is one that Voltage and that company are going to market to dominate together. And then again, for the exit in the end. So I don't want anybody competing. We want to become the dominant brand in that space. And I don't want two people fighting for it. Now yeah. we'll go fight the competition unfairly or ethically, of course, but we'll go in and you know buy their traffic, buy their sales away and eventually take over their market share. But you're right. We don't compete. I have no need. I have my own products. We have my own brands and stores on Amazon and off Amazon and even non-Amazon based companies. Uh, we have a, a trailer division. It's a deployable uh, you know, 24 foot 
double axle um, power station on demand that can be put anywhere in the world and deliver five kilowatts of power on demand from a solar trailer. So we have other business ventures too, cool. while being sellers and you know diving into this. And I have multiple coaches with um, three, five, 20 years of experience in the market who are teaching different milestones of growth that each person on our critical path of success has to go to. Everything is a gear to become a training and operator. Similar to if you were gonna go fly in a plane with me, I'm gonna teach you where the fuel gauge is. And I'm gonna make sure you know how to run the plane until you do your solo flight. At that point, you are now not only a referral, you're a confident member of the community. You can teach others how to do it and you can do it multiple, multiple times as you build across brands and businesses until unlimited opportunity literally becomes a realization from this. Fantastic. Well, um, as we come to the end, can you share with people how they can get connected with you or anything else you want people to know about Voltage Direct Marketing? Yep. If you want to dig into those five big breaks that I just covered kind of at a summary level, then you can go to voltagedm.com forward slash free workshop. And I have a five topic workshop in there that you'll get via email completely free. It's worth at least $2,000 or more in training. And I'm going to teach those who know and those who don't know how to answer the questions about what to sell, how to go by the numbers correctly and evaluate the profitability, starting up a brand and how does that actually look like as well as how to rank and get that product going. And then, of course, the platinum principle. And at the end, I do a very simple five minute invite to apply for one of our five to seven slots that open each month. They are application based. You have to submit a disk assessment profile and we go through an application criteria to ensure that you are a very good e-commerce opportunity for both of us to build together. Fantastic. Well, Neil, thank you so much for your time and for sharing all these golden nuggets about um, how to succeed in e-commerce. And for those listening, Voltage Direct Marketing, again, has a a fantastic free resource um, valued at two grand that you can have for free. Um, Definitely go check that out. And, um, you know, for people in e-commerce, you know, Neil is the one to reach out to if you want to grow and expand. So uh, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And um, until next time.